0: We are back. It is episode two of the Stay in the Game podcast. I am your host once again, Trevor Field. Uh, Thanks for checking out episode one. Uh, Really excited about the response that we got. So thank you for that. Um, If you didn't get a chance to check it out, head back over to our Instagram. uh, That's at formfunctionpt.com. Hit our link in the bio and go check that one out. Episode two, uh, you're going to love it. Uh, Rewind. Here's what episode one covered. So uh, January, it was resolutions. It was about uh, all of our runners, runner injuries. So if you got questions about any of those things, go ahead and reach out to us or check out that podcast. If that sparks up some interest to reach out to us, feel free, let us know. But once again, thanks for the feedback. Really enjoyed being out there. Uh, in terms of the podcast land, uh, breaking into the, the podcast scene. So very, very cool. Uh, episode two, we're going to come at you uh, with some new, new content. So uh, wanted to kind of wrap up what episode one was all about in terms of our resolutions. My resolution was really to be in your face, being able to push out content, let you guys uh, get the information you need to make good decisions about your health. Talk about topics that you want to hear about. So in the comments of this podcast, we want to hear about what you care about. Do you have questions? Do you have concerns? Do you um, struggle with any of these things trying to navigate your health or you've got conflicting information from what a doctor said or your friend said or somebody else went through it? Hey, if you're struggling with any of that stuff that's the perfect opportunity to reach out to somebody who's in the field doing this stuff every single day. Um, if you got questions, we've got answers. So uh, in the comments section of this podcast, um, reach out to us directly. Any method we'll do, uh, Instagram, Facebook, hit us up. We want to help you out. So that's kind of the point of this podcast as well. As I mentioned in the first was, you know what, to expand our reach, to help a bigger community than we what we can just do hands on -on one-on-one in the clinic. So uh, go ahead and get into those comments. Let us know how we did on episode one, what you wanna hear more about, and uh, we'll be glad to put that content out for you. So speaking of resolutions, I'm gonna let you know how things are going. Yeah, we're still pushing play. We're still doing this uh, podcast thing, so we're keeping ourselves accountable there. Uh, Second uh, bit of resolutions for me, kind of fell on my butt a little bit. So my goal was to be out, on the road with our bikes with my son and funny little story we we're we we're dealing with uh, a new update with google uh what the heck does google have to do with us getting on our bikes it shouldn't really but um how we got into all of this stuff was dealing with my son getting out and playing on pokemon go that was his deal we had these little uh um, little brackets that we could set our phones up right on the handlebars and he can go play Pokemon Go and he can go collect that stuff on our bikes. Well, Family Link um, basically, not necessarily uninstalled it, but made that app and game completely unusable. So where's our motivation level to get out and do anything? Nowhere. Did we get out and do it? No. Then we got some rain and a bunch of excuses, but guess what? Um, Being on a podcast, telling you guys where we're at is yet another level of accountability. So are we gonna do it this week, next week, the week after? Uh, Yeah. I'm pretty sure because I don't want to be back here next month saying, yeah, I didn't follow through with the things that I said I was going to do. So if you need an accountability partner, if you need help getting through your resolutions, go back to episode one. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it, don't beat yourself up over uh, not reaching your goals. You get yourself back up on that bicycle and uh, get out there and start rolling. So um, we also covered in episode one a lot about runners. So if you, uh, about running, running for weight loss specifically. So if you are a runner? Didn't get a chance to listen to it. Know a runner? Send that their way. Um, share it with them. Tell them where it's at. They can check it out. Um, that would be a fantastic thing for you to do. So that's what we got going on from last month. Let's get into this month's podcast. So um, new updates at the clinic. I'll tell you. Um, I got uh, a fantastic little uh, bit of feedback. I shout out. Uh, An email to our group our uh, little email group and just requested hey if you've uh, worked with me in the past shoot us a review because uh, global pandemic you know things are are changing in terms of how the economy works we need to help people make decisions about who to choose for a physical therapist so our reputation is everything let's get some new fresh reviews and keep us fresh on Google and get in front of some more eyeballs and that email um, Phenomenal response! We got 14 within a couple of days, and that's that's huge for us because that uh, hits that Google algorithm and starts to serve us up to more people. And shout out an email a couple weeks later saying that's such a phenomenal response. Uh, really appreciate it if you didn't get a chance this time through. Um, go ahead and shoot me a review. 12 more showed up, so in the span of just a couple of weeks, we. Uh, knocked it out of the park uh you guys knocked it out of the park 26 new reviews for the business and that's that's huge for us that's huge for our uh online reputation our visibility to people who are checking out and looking for physical therapy so thank you so much i couldn't be happier um uh, i already knew i already had the the best clientele on the planet and you guys just uh proved it once again so thank you um I, You know, it blew me away. I couldn't believe how many uh, reviews and the awesome things that I got to read about what you guys had to say about your experience with us. So thanks again. All right, let's get into the podcast. I don't know about you, but uh, Super Bowl Sunday is right around the corner, and I am excited for this one. So we've got Tom Terrific back in Super Bowl number 10 versus Patrick Mahomes, the heir apparent to the GOAT. So... Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm pumped. So, for me, uh, football for my um, group of patients, you know, sports are really important. So, I wanted to just throw out quickly uh, my take on what's going to happen here. So, I'm going to be cheering for Tom. Uh, I honestly, if you were to press me and say who are you putting your money on, uh, I think Mahomes and the Chiefs actually take this one. But I'm gonna I'm gonna have my uh, my rooting interest with Tom. I mean. As a 43-year-old guy, I myself being right there just ahead of him, um, you know, he's kind of, you know, giving us old guys still uh, something to try to root for and get behind. So um, as ex-athletes, we all still think we have that one game left in us. So um, he's holding it down for us, still giving us old guys still a little bit of hope. So that's how I hope. this uh thing plays out i'd like to see him win i just don't see it i I see uh kansas city taking this but um what does that have to do with um what we need to talk about in this uh this podcast one the super bowl the super bowl itself lends itself to getting together now obviously that may look a little bit different with the pandemic and uh restrictions and people not being able to get around or want to get around as many people as they otherwise would but uh Eating in social situations, um, kind of piggybacking on our uh, January podcast of weight loss and, and uh, talking about our resolutions. Eating in social situations has a lot to do with it, and it's one thing that can easily, easily disrail, uh, derail our, our goals. So I wanted to talk about uh, one little thing in Science Daily that I came across. Uh, people eat more with friends and family than when dining alone. So this phenomenon is known as social facilitation. Uh, Previous studies found that those eating with others ate up to 48% more food than solo diners. So if you're eating by yourself, you eat almost half as much as if when you get around somebody. So big parties, the Super Bowl, all of these things, they can be um, really a trigger for people to binge eat or eat more calories than they otherwise would and that can kind of derail your goals so i wanted to talk to you a bit about um, eating in social situations or even how to eat healthy in social situations to try to help you stay on your goal um, live a healthier more active lifestyle take care of your body make sure you're not breaking down so i've actually written a, a blog about it and it's coming out in this month's newsletter as well So I'm going to hit kind of some of the highlights, the ones that are probably most important to me. This thing's kind of chock full of information. So if you need to learn more, uh, read more about it, it's there for you. But um, kind of tip number one, something I really want to cover. And this is probably the thing I myself uh, deal with the most. Never go to or host a party on an empty stomach. So um, for me. For most of my life, I would say, I'm the one who's kind of starving myself because I'm gonna I want to go to a party and I want to have a bit of everything. I'm there for, you know, the fun, the social, you know, that that whole social facilitation thing. We're around people, we're enjoying ourselves, we're having fun, we're eating. It's it's kind of a communal thing, eating together. It, it brings people together. But the other side of that is like the other side of that coin is too much. It's just too many calories. It's not good for you. So. If you're going to host that party, or go to that party, make sure that you've had something in your stomach, so you're just not going to go there and gorge, gorge, gorge. Um, that's, um, like I said, that's my vice. I've I've learned from this. Uh, I never go on an empty stomach anymore because you know, I got to watch what I'm doing here. I'm getting past forty. I'm past that Tom Brady age. That guy himself, the reason he's been able to stay fit and healthy for as long as he has, is He's meticulous about taking care of his body. He's eating low inflammatory foods. He's consuming tons and tons of water so he can kind of process all these things. If you've read any of his books or or learned about his lifestyle or how his training works, it's not heavy, crazy weights. When we get into these older ages, it's more about flexibility and strength than just building kind of power, pounding on the body, pounding on your joints. These are the things that have allowed him to be Uh, the greatest for the longest so those are the things that we need to learn from you know not only our sports idols but you know looking around and seeing who's doing what correctly seeing how we can take some of these tools and implement that in our lifestyle to make sure that we're living a healthier lifestyle so that was that first tip never go to the party on an empty stomach the other one that really gets to me is hey you might want to, so if you're going to the party and it's a potluck, make sure you're bringing something that you can eat, something that's healthy for you so you can actually know, hey, I'm going to go there and I'm going to have an opportunity to have something healthy to snack on so I'm not just filling myself up on high cholesterol, high calorie density, something that's bad for you, something that's fried, something that's high glycemic, something that's uh, potentially um oily or, or fried that could uh, really increase the inflammation in your body. So making sure that you're bringing your own healthy option so you won't be stuck at that party saying, well, I guess this is what I got, so I'm just gonna, you know, go for it. So that's the other side, is bringing yourself something healthy to the party. And why does that even make a difference? So eating in social situations, learning how to be more healthy, like what is the actual goal? Like. Ideally, it's just to be more healthy. And what is our our typical issue uh, in terms of finding a measurement of our health? We're commonly just, you know, using a scale, like a digital, like representation of what we weigh, as being the one and only kind of measure measuring stick of our health. And it's that, in and of itself, isn't healthy. We dread the scale. We don't like um, actually get a true measure of like what we're feeling. So there may be a better way to measure our health. There There's actually a few things that I think have a lot more to do with your health than the number that shows up in your bathroom scale. First and foremost is your energy level. If you have a uh, um, poor diet, you've actually calorie restricted yourself and you actually have a better number on the scale, but like by three o'clock in the afternoon, you're shot, are you healthy? You're not, you're, you're restricting yourself to a point of not being able to live your life to the fullest. Health means vitality. You're actually living. So your energy levels, I would contend have a whole lot more to do with your health than the scale. So you could be putting on muscle or building muscle or strength and actually see an uptick early on in the weight loss journey because it's You may be putting on more muscle or because you're building muscle, that muscle actually will cause you to retain more water. You see those numbers actually go up on the scale, but you feel stronger, you feel healthier, you feel like you can do more. I would contend, yeah, your weight's up, but you're healthier now at a higher weight early on. Now, obviously, there may be some issues with you putting on large amounts of weight or a pound here or there, when you first start doing weight training or otherwise is, is somewhat normal. It is for me. So if I take any time off of weight training, uh, and I go straight to weights and, but my goal is to actually drop, I'm not going to get down on myself because I know this is how my body reacts to weight training. I actually will see a spike in my weight early into the weight training before I actually start seeing my metabolism start to kick up and start to burn some of the bad weight off. So don't get discouraged by seeing those numbers. You need to understand your body a little more, understand that number on the scale, and it isn't all things to all people. Your energy level, number one, is the first and foremost thing. Secondarily, it's your sleep. So sleep is also a huge indicator of how your health is doing. So if you're not sleeping well, your life is can get upside down. So there's uh, obviously physical benefits to getting sleep in terms of recovery, but there's mental benefits and being sharp and being alert and being able to deal with stressors and otherwise. So dealing with the pandemic has caused a lot of people's sleep to get out of whack. So I want you guys to start focusing on sleep, um, getting into some books. If you need advice, obviously we're here to help you. Um, We can lead you on to kind of some uh, programs or otherwise to kind of help get your sleep oriented the way you need to, to kind of optimize your life. So if you need help with that, reach out to us. What other kind of measures? The other things we start to look at is how your skin actually looks. So that's the largest organ in your body. And your outward appearance, how your skin looks, the brightness of your skin, acne, all of these things has a lot to do with what's going on inside your body. If you have inflammation, if you are dehydrated, those are things that can, in outward appearance, have a lot to do with your actual health. So if you're stressed about what the scale is doing, I want you to think about, look, there's other measures of your health. And in fact, um, this new blog post is actually going out timely, isn't it? It's a little uh, blog post entitled Dread the Scale. There's a better way to measure your health. So go check out our blog. If you need more information on these things, what other measures actually go into um, you actually being healthy. So go check that out. I'd encourage you to. If you have questions on that stuff, I want you to reach out to me as well. So the next thing I wanted to cover is our product of the month, and this month I wanted to talk about medicine balls. So we have these soft body medicine balls, they come in all kinds of different weights, and The reason we love it is that it's such a versatile piece of equipment. So some gyms are still shut down. The big boxes, the LA fitnesses, the 24 hour fitnesses, who knows if they'll even come back. So if you've been trying to collect different items for your home gym, this to me is one of the early, early adopters of pieces of equipment that you're going to need to want to look into. So, uh, in terms of versatility of it, um, there's almost nothing you can't do. It's great for strength. It's great for cardio. It's great for kind of explosiveness training. It's great to um, if you're absolutely pressed for time, you can um, absolutely wipe yourself out cardiovascularly and get a pump and use your muscles and move your body in more functional Kind of movement things so we talked about tom brady kind of lengthening muscles earlier on and doing things that are, are a little more functional and lengthening of body muscles well a med ball is a way to do that so uh, in terms of checking things out for uh, or ticking the boxes of all the varieties of things you can do the med ball is absolutely it and if you need some ideas of what to do i've actually filmed a sequence uh just an option you know there's varieties there's thousands of things you can do i just did a quick little kind of if you've never worked out if you've never if you've been separated from working out if you're just getting back to it you know after new year's or if you've been at it for a while there's different kind of intensity levels you can bring to these med ball workouts so i'm gonna have you go check that out we've posted it to youtube We'll probably sneak that into a bunch of different posts and otherwise so I want you to check out our social media find that thing if you're looking for uh, med balls. um, We actually have a uh, recommended products page so if you've been on our website before uh, go ahead and if well if you haven't you better get on our website because we got all kinds of crazy information on there that you can use to help you do whatever we got ebooks and otherwise but products. If you get over into our um, existing patients, you can scroll down and get to our recommended products page and look around. We've got uh, med balls there and that's going to be best price that you can find even from Amazon. So go check that bad boy out and uh, go check out our youtube video of what to do once you get yourself a med ball all right trevor we'll buy whatever you say so after you've picked up your med ball um uh that brings me right to our february special offer in the clinic so those are quadrastep orthotics orthotics you say no these are not braces they are not an uncomfortable dental visit orthotics are a um insert that you put into your shoe that can help protect your joints from pain swelling stiffness restore your arch and all this month you can do it with a discount We've been proud to offer the best semi-custom orthotic on the market for the past six years so for hundreds that have taken advantage of this product we want to expand its impact and get as many people to benefit from improving the function of your foot to eliminate heel pain knee pain hip lower back problems so if any of those things sound like you you think that might be something you need to look at hey um, let's look at orthotics so what's the deal uh, in order for you to get the whole family on board, we're offering 10% off with the purchase of two pairs and 15% off three or more pairs. So let everyone you know, uh, know about this great opportunity to get the most accurate, most comfortable prefabricated foot orthotics anywhere on the West Coast. So come check it out. 10% off purchase of two, 15% off three or more pairs of orthotics. Not to be confused with orthodontics, orthotics, we're not going to mess with your mouth, Mouth. we're going to mess with your feet, so come on, hurry, book your orthotics assessment, uh, call now, reserve your free spot, mentioning the free assessment, and get those 10% and 15% off offers. Now is time for my favorite part of the podcast, and it is the question of the month. The question of the month this week actually comes from a client that we saw earlier in the week. Um, they are... Uh, busy professional. Um, They are working now from home in the last 10 months, and their uh, big concern is why are they getting pain on only one side of their shoulder blade? Uh, They've done everything, been stretching, tried anti-inflammatory medications, tried rolling it out, doing stretching, tried a few yoga poses. Nothing seems to be taking this thing away. So why, she said, Am I having this issue in my shoulder? So this is a common, common, common one and has become more common since COVID. So this is absolutely something I wanna cover with you guys in depth because this is uh, an easy fix and this is one that everybody who comes in is super confused about. They don't see where or why this thing is happening, where it's coming from and without knowing the source, they are constantly chasing the symptoms it doesn't just go away on its own so these issues in between a single shoulder blade all comes from posture and posture actually has everything to do with that thoracic mid-back area linking to your neck the lowest segments of your cervical spine these nerves that exit your spine commonly get irritated so this young lady was now at home on zoom meetings staring down at her laptop chronic postures, doesn't really have a proper office setup. She's doing everything from a kitchen table. So already she doesn't have a proper chair ergonomically, doesn't have the foundations in her uh, sitting posture up into her shoulders. And now it's starting to begin to affect her neck. So what are we doing to deal with that? So with this irritation, obviously burning down into this area, we've got to restore mobility in her mid back because all of this sitting, things tend to get more tense we've got to get this forward head of looking down into a computer screen, get her eye level up and start to change what's happening ergonomically. There's manual therapy techniques, there's laser to get the um, irritability of the nerves to begin to calm down. So it's, it's not gonna be a simple stretch it out, grab some weights, build it up, um, get a massage. These are things that um, most try and fail at. They don't really understand well what the reason why these things are coming from. So the other kind of component and other things that we can do is some manual or mechanical traction, decompressing the neck, giving space to the nerves to prevent all of this referral pain down into our shoulder shoulder blades. So that's what nerves love to do. When they get irritated, they will actually send messages down that nerve pathway. So that's why you actually start to see, uh, Symptoms away from the area of the problem. The problem's rarely ever the problem, but in this problem, it's definitely not the problem. I could rub that shoulder blade all day and you're not gonna get the results you're looking for. So, if you're dealing with any of this stuff, we treat this stuff all the time. It's becoming a very popular condition in our clinic. So, uh, if you need some help, give us a call. Come check it out. We can help you. And that is it for episode two. Thank you all for listening, tuning in. Y'all must be gluttons for punishment. If you listen to this entire episode and maybe even the last episode, if you have, I want to hear comments. I want to know what you think about it. If there's topics that you want us to cover, let us know, um, like it, subscribe to it, comment below. Share it to somebody who needs it, and I have got a question for you. Uh, a topic that we want to cover is: Do you find that your career affects your ability to stay healthy or injury-free? Um, we want to hear: What do you do for work? What's it keeping you from doing? If you're struggling with any of this stuff, how do you get around it? What have you tried? What's uh, what's been effective for you? Because we have tons of busy professionals in our. Uh, client group. We want to help that group stay as healthy and injury-free as possible. So help us out with that one. Thanks again for listening in. This is Trevor at Form and Function PT, the Stay in the Game podcast. I'm out.